But I actually I saw a Netflix original movie starring the girl from that um, Black Mirror episode. Mackenzie Davis. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. the one I'm talking San Andreas, not San Andreas. San Junipero. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Oui, oui. Croissant. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> what does she say? What's that that line in Clue when she's like, um, she's like, excuse me, madam, where's the bathroom? And she's like, or is the bathroom over here? And she's like, wee oui, wee. Oui. And she's like, no, no I, I just, just need, need to powder, powder my, my nose. nose. <laughs> <laughs> the comedy. They don't write comedy like that no. anymore. And it's fucking gold. I love that movie, Clue. Oh, I watched a really good movie. It's on Amazon Prime for free. It is called Knives Out. It's a really good. Oh, the one with yeah, the one with Captain America and yes. um, and um, Laurie, Strode. Laurie Strode. I almost said Glenn Close. Holy shit, <laughs> she's not that old yet. No, actually, she's probably older than Glenn Close was in One Hundred and One Dalmatians. Probably. You know that, yeah. Yeah. And that's not a knock on either of them. No. I'm just that's how weird it is. And uh, it's got James Bond too. Oh, yeah. Doesn't he play like a Southern detective? Isn't he? Daniel like- Craig? Yeah, yeah. It's so weird Fucking to hear weird. him have that Southern drawl. <laughs> I was like. And it's like not just like a, a, a good old boy. It's like a, well, I do declare. Yeah, exactly. Well, like I'll he, say so. He spoke and I was like. That's not him. What accent is that? <laughs> and then like he kept talking and I was like, oh, my God. Did he have suspenders? Did he yeah. Like, he he, he did, wears a tweed sh- oh suit. Oh, my God. That's so f- I have to watch it now. Yeah, I've always wanted to because. I love Chris Evans as Captain America, and I think that's who he's going to be for the rest of his career. Mm-hmm. It's almost going to be like Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe's not going to be anybody Only but Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Right. So that's why he does a bunch of indie things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what Chris Evans is going to Because he's not the great. Like, he could, he, it, he's like Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. He's Chris Evans just in different. Which is awesome, because if, like, your baseline personality is Captain America, then. There you go. What else? I mean, I guess he for? was kind of like the Human Torch, and they're like opposites. Because that kind of made too much sense when he was the Human Torch mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. But um, but now back to what I was saying about that Netflix movie. It's Mackenzie uh, Mackenzie Davis, Davis um, and Twilight Girl. Oh no no no! It's a Hulu original. Oh, it's a Hulu. Yes, yes, yes. it's a Hulu original. And like they're gay, and she doesn't. She's not out to her family. Yeah, and It's yeah, just yeah. like this romantic comedy thing, and like the best friend, is, like male best friend, is gay. Yeah. And, yeah. No. It, Wait, um, they don't know you're lesbians. <laughs> Have, Have they, they ever met, met a lesbian? <laughs> I fuck. I, I watched. I was like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> no, I got everybody sent me the trailer to that. Like <laughs> okay. literally, everyone sent me that. And I, they're like, look, it's you. I would have sent it to you, but it was already like nine thirty last night, and mm-hmm. I was like, ah, she's not gonna get it. She's in bed. Yeah. No. And then, well, it was I was scrolling through Instagram last night, and it was Tegan and Sarah because they do a, a song mm-hmm. for that, of course. Duh. And um. So Tina and Sarah posted it and watched it, and I was like, number one, K-Stew and Mackenzie Davis kiss. Yes. Catherine Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's her name. And, and I'm fucking on board. Tegan and yeah. Sarah's doing the music for it. Oh, my God. And then I watched it, and it, like, actually looks It looked kind of really fucking good. Yeah. I, I was like, this looks funny. Yes. It, again, it's a stupid, like, Christmas romantic comedy. Yeah. But... I think I said that in like one episode or two episodes back. Those are entertaining. Yeah. Like I'll never watch them on purpose, but if it's on, this one, I probably will. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, it's like, uh, well, not, not PS. I love you. What's the, what's the Christmas one with everybody? Love Actually. Love Actually. I love that goddamn That's movie. my favorite Christmas movie. No. Yes. You're wrong. You're wrong. No, I'm not. Mm-mm. Cause Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie. 
And I'm Ryan. I'm not saying that it's not a Christmas movie, so there you go. Well, I didn't say it wouldn't be, because I'm secure in the knowledge knowing that it is a Christmas movie. <laughs> Um, but you should watch Knives Out. It's really good. I thought it was a really good whodunit kind of movie. Yeah, yeah, that's and it what it had that like. like quick quips kind of like not as funny as Clue, obviously because but Clue it's... is Clue. But yeah, it's got those quick quips, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh fuck, that's so good, so yeah. good. Yeah, so it's good writing. It's not. It's yes. not just relying on star power. It's actually good writing. Yeah, yeah, because it it had been in my Amazon Prime queue f- Mm-hmm. when it like went on to Amazon Prime. And they like try they kill their dad. Their 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 rich their rich dad. Their rich dad was found dead. Dead. And and so I was like, fuck, it's spoopy month. I can't do this right now. So then finally I was able to watch it and it's actually pretty good. Alright. Well that's that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um also like going back to like the indie films, like Danny Radcliffe and I think Chris Evans is probably gonna start to do that. Mm-hmm. Or at least wait a long time for Chris Evans before he can start doing other stuff. Yeah. Um Catherine Stewart and uh the new Batman basically did the same thing. Took some time off and then just did indie films for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody's like I never thought Kristen Stewart was a bad actress. Everybody thinks she's I never did. I'm like, well, I, I Did guess. you watch the Twilight movie? Uh, yeah. As oh, yeah, you know, yeah, okay. my ex-wife was obsessed. Yes. And I couldn't... I was like, I drag you to every Star Wars movie, so... Well, when we were in high school, I mm-hmm. dragged her to Star Wars movies, so... Okay. And no, yeah. all the Spider-Mans, so... Yeah, Kristen Stewart is not great, and... But was, was that because of the writing? Yes. Okay. See, that's... And that's what I've heard, too, because, um, also, Jacob... Taylor Lautner. Whatever. I don't know why I have so much celebrity knowledge <laughs> in this dome piece, but it's up there. Uh, you're just good with those names. Yeah. I if could... you haven't been in at least three movies I like, then there is no chance mm-hmm. I will remember your name. Yeah, Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart yeah, are just Robert like, Pattinson. I'm going to... The just... Lighthouse is fucking good. I still have to watch it. It's on my queue. William Defoe is like, oh, wow, look at you guys trying to out-act each other. <laughs> And like it's like doesn't get annoying. You're like, oh fuck, this is good. Oh shit. It's all just be weird and shit. Yeah. It's also like a good, a decent story. Welcome back, nerds and nerdettes, to this second season of My Favorite Podcast. My Favorite Podcast. And I'm damn sure it's your favorite podcast, too. Much, Much Ado, Ado About, about Nerding. A brother's sister nerdcast that discusses everything from Yoda Yaddle Younglings to Fantastic Foundling Fathers. But of course, it is I, Player One, your master of ceremonies. And as always, by my side is my sensational sidekick, the baby Yoda to my Mando, my little sister Sally. What's up, guys? That was so nice. <laughs> it was. Because you're not anywhere as cute as Baby Yoda. Even when you're like a like chubby little baby. I wish I was. <laughs> um, so if you didn't get it by now, this is the Mandalorian recap. And basically what's happened in the past, what's happening now, and what we think is going to happen in the future. But it also happened a long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's weird. It's that, that whole time, time. What is thing. time? What is time? 
In the year 2020, it doesn't exist currently. God damn it. Doesn't this year feel like a decade? Yes. Yeah, so this is going to be our Mandalorian uh, recap and... Discussion. Discussion. On uh, on the Disney Plus show The Mandalorian. Uh, but before that, let's get into last week. So you're gonna be yeah. So gonna get into the contest we had last week when I put a bunch of pictures of uh, famous, famous former Marines, Marines and um, and whoever got back to me with the correct answers got a free hat, and we have our winners. Um, the uh, three winners are Cameron, Paul Wooten, and Crystal. So you guys, I would have already gotten in touch with you to get you guys as your hats and all that good stuff. Um, so thank you again for participating. Yay! Yay! We really like when you guys participate. One, it makes it seem like we're not talking to a wall. Fact. Because sometimes that's kind of how it feels. A little bit. Yeah. So... If you guys are like, oh, I really want to interact with you, we're, we're the same. Like, we get to interact with each other. But sometimes, as you can tell, I get really frustrated with how much my sister doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, also, we'll uh, keep keep an eye out for more, more giveaways more and stuff giveaways. like that. Yay! Also, so we got a uh, comment um, hmm. from someone who's catching up on the episodes. Uh, she had just listened to the Doom episode. Which is good. I yeah. would say shame on you, but at least you're you're catching up. Right. Um, Emily, longtime listener, longtime commenter. Actually, she's she's really good with the comments. Yeah, she she's when nobody was interacting, and we were like, please, guys, really, like we need we need some sort of <laughs> affirmation that we're doing an okay Something, job. At least engaging <laughs> you people. Right. Um, Emily has definitely always been one to participate. So. Number one, thank you for listening since basically day one. Yep. And, um, A1 since day one. This is like the fifth time we've probably mentioned her. Every time I bring up how shitty Hagrid is. Emily. I, I drop her name. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you, Emily, number one, for listening. Number two, for participating. And thank you for the gems that you always text me because holy crap. I will say, I think my favorite was on the wrestling episode when she was like, I, you just reminded me how much I miss wrestling. She said something like She was that. like, you just jogged memories I forgot I had. Yeah, me something like brother. that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, good. Uh, but yeah, so they said they had very, very similar child, childhoods. Yeah. Experiences. They grew up in basically, it was the same time period, same right. area, so hell um, yeah. But she just listened to the Doom episode, and she was like, I have, I've never played Doom. I had no idea what Doom was, so I Googled a tomato, and that is a caco demon. And she was like, I did not expect them to look like that. <laughs> I wonder what that Google search was. <laughs> tomato demon Doom? Tomato in Doom? Doom video game tomato demon. <laughs> tomato demon? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> I feel like there's an attack of killer tomatoes. Yeah, and then like, that. like, no, that can't be. Is it? <laughs> and then you see the fucking monstrosity that it is, and you're like, oh shit. And then you forget George Clooney was in that movie. Oh, okay. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah. yeah, that was his first. That was even before Roseanne. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yes, guys, he was in Roseanne. All right, so there's another <laughs> thing. I guess it's like it's like we're stalling to talk. I about was gonna say if you couldn't tell, uh, the notes for this episode may or may not exist. No, they're all. It's I, I know what the fuck to talk. <laughs> right, I'm just right, right, um, right. tired of writing all the fucking notes. Maybe you should do some research. Hey. Too. Uh. Anyway, so uh, thank you again. <laughs> Back to Emily. Back to Doom. 
back to that episode. Again, thank you for participating. Like, even though we're weeks and weeks past that, mm-hmm. thank you, Emily, for, for at least telling us that and, and again, making us feel good because at least you're... Giving me a chuckle at work. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I think the only other person to do that was, like, Geneva, like, just, like, a month ago commented on the Nintendo episode. Mm-hmm. And was like, oh, I guess I'm a mom. I guess I call everything a Nintendo. <laughs> and I'm like, well, do you? <laughs> yeah. Because if you do, shame on you because you know better. Coming from a strong Nintendo background. Well, just a video game. She grew up with video games, Move so right. she knows the difference. Um, so, yeah. So, thank you all listeners for New listening. New and old. New and old. Young and old. Young and old. Young being baby Kate. Old being Geneva. Hey. hey, so uh, another point of order here. So we have been talking about getting shirts. You guys have actually been asking about this a lot. And we really want to do it to you, do it for you. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, so we're thinking of doing like an, our first order of like 100 shirts. Mm-hmm. Doing about a 25 small, 25 medium, 25 large. Um, maybe just doing like five extra small and then five extra large mm-hmm. and just doing it that way. Um, or just doing that 25, 25, 25, and then just doing like 25 baseball tees. Yeah. Cause that, cause I really like baseball tees. Facts. Selena does too. Um, with just our new logo on them. So with that, we are going to need some startup capital. Yes. Um, and like we said in the bonus, uh, Rob, happy birthday, Marine Corps episode. Happy birthday actually today. Happy birthday, Marine Corps. You guys, this is a week later, but right now, as we're recording this. It is the Marine Corps yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, we're either going to start a Patreon or a GoFundMe. Uh, Patreon kind of, like, to me, says that we're going to have to give you, like, not have to, but we would, I would feel obligated to give you a little bit extra. And right, if not, you're paying for it monthly. Yeah, then, and we're not really going to be able to do that um, feasibly. Well, I give you, like, quality extra stuff, not right. just like, whoa, here's a hand-drawn comic book. <laughs> Although I think that would be okay. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious. Science boy. <laughs> Geology rocks. <laughs> if you know what that's from um, and your name isn't Jen or Alicia then uh, or Tim, then hit me up. <laughs> Maybe we'll give you something free. Maybe we'll give you a hand-drawn comic book. Of Science Boy. Of si- or, well, no, it's not. That's stupid. <laughs> Fucking garbage. Um, yeah, so it's either a Patreon or a GoFundMe. Um, if, and if you donate to either, whichever we decide we're gonna, decide we're going to do, if you donate to either, we're going to give you a – we're going to give you producer creds because all that money is not going to go to us. None of that money is going to go to us. No, it's, it's definitely going to go gonna back going, into the show. Right. And um, <clears throat> it'll – right now, it's going to go to shirts. And maybe another order of hats and some stickers. Right. And, yeah, and any other swag you guys think that we can – I was even looking at beer koozies. I think beer koozies would be kind of cool, too. That would be awesome. But, yeah, please, and please get back to us. And we always say this, and it's only, like, the same two people over and over again um, when we ask this stuff. And, uh, and which is cool, and we thank Gaston. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, but, uh, but we kind of want a, a broader – array of opinions and stuff like this like this is our show superficially but i mean it's our show we wouldn't do this if well we would do it if we only had like two listeners yeah we'd cry a little bit more doing it and we'd probably be a hell of a lot more cynical but um but yeah we, we got a, we got a decent little following so 
Yeah. So we would like all you guys. Um, don't make me solicit. I don't like just being like, so hey guys, what do you think about this? Even though that, that might be what we have to do. If it is, it is. I mean, like we said in the bonus episode, it's kind of uncomfortable for us to ask to for ask money. for money or, or, or something like that. But we definitely want to give you guys what you want. And we, we appreciate mm-hmm. um, you appreciating our hard work. Um, but this we like joe said we were oh my god we're not going to be like we we don't have the the we're not the, bernie sanders we are not once again asked for your <laughs> financial support this is actually the first time <clears throat> yeah we don't have the liquid cash to to put in the the money that we need liquid cash what are you paying things in in oh fuck mon calamari credits yes yeah if you remember that from the first episode of the mandalorian yeah, we don't we don't have that to <laughs> to put into shirts and stickers and stuff, but um, I think it's just like super cool that you guys want to to sport us out in the yeah. in the world. So. Yeah, I mean, we already have like a baby onesie made. Like, you didn't make that? <laughs> no. Baby Kate's grandma made that for her. It's a cute. It's so cute. She's so cute. She got fat like within a week. Yeah. She put on a lot of weight. Shout out, which to is her. okay to say. It's only okay to say that to women when. when when they're babies <laughs> and when they were born premature. Yes. <laughs> Especially when, when we born. want, we needed yes, them to we get need you to. We need um, you to get. Shout to out to our littlest listener. The youngest and the littlest. It's cute. She's so cute. Okay. So what do you say? I mean, that was like what, half an hour of. I was going to say we're at 42 minutes and 15 minutes of that was just us bullshitting at the beginning. Holy fuck. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into. Uh, my. New favorite Star Wars property, actually. Wow. Um, probably because it's just, it's new. Yeah. Um, but let me just start this off and say, like, 2020 has been such a fucking shit. And we, there was, we did that movies episode of what we're looking forward to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're look, looking forward to watching. <laughs> and um, I'm only having had two beers. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Can I uh, have four beers? Can I have four beers? Um, I think it it kind of brought us back to... Another little small sense of normalcy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the election and that whole debacle. We've had the COVID. We've had the BLM, social justice. Yeah. Um, and, and, and all that stuff is supposed to make you a little uncomfortable because it makes you rethink, reevaluate, mm-hmm. which is good. But having a new, brand new show and having that brand new show be Star Wars content, I think, was a big, big relief and a big little sense of normalcy for for nerds everywhere yeah and and i as much as i love binging Mm -hmm. i appreciate the one episode a week yes so do i so do i it gives you time to process what you just watched it gives you time to appreciate what you just watched and maybe go back and rewatch the episode that you just watched you know what i mean four times (laughs) um but i i do appreciate that kind of going back to I would say old TV, but it was only like ten years ago that we had we did we didn't really have the opportunity to binge shows no, the yeah, way we yeah, do now. Yeah. So, okay, so a little bit background on season one: The Mandalorian is um, it's a show that's actually written. God fucking damn it! So, The Mandalorian is actually a show written and directed by actual Star Wars fans. So, this is why it's I guess it's so fucking good. Uh, I think like another reason why it is is because. For us fans of the of of the franchise, 
it's familiar enough because it's set in basically this. It's set five years after episode six, mm-hmm. so it's still basically the empire is fault has fallen. Um, but then we figure out that there are like some little sects that are still like empire loyalists. Right, right. Like that's when you get like the the stormtroopers that like don't have the shiny white mm-hmm. armor and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I, I think it's familiar enough for us. And there's just those little Easter eggs, just those little tidbits, all those little things that you get really fucking exciting for, excited for. Um, and then uh, like for new fans like you, and we already talked about this, but I think it's super cool that. One, it, it's it's somewhat familiar to you because you see the old star- stormtroopers, yeah, and you you kind of know the backstory a little bit, ish. But if you don't get all those stupid little Easter eggs, you don't really miss anything from the story, yeah. Um, yeah. Other than when the black lightsaber comes out of the fucking Tie Fighter, you're like, why is everybody screaming? Of which we'll get to in a sec. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, would you would you agree that you you don't feel lost during any of these? Things? No, absolutely not. Which is which is why i think it took me so long to watch it because i was mm-hmm. just like i'm not i'm not gonna fucking know but then i had watched all of the star wars movies or at least the first three because that's what we had gone through mm-hmm. um for the podcast and i was like okay those are the movies that i'm not as familiar with so maybe i'll get more of this tv show and then everybody and their mom was telling me that i needed to watch this show so i did and yeah it was a completely not a completely different story but a sect in this gigantic universe that we've already discussed. Yeah, it's it's a new story in a familiar time and place. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. And one of the cool things, too, and, and this was actually in season two. I just, uh, my train of thought, I don't want to fucking lose it. So, uh, fuck, I forgot his name. The um, Woody with the Boba Fett armor. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, he, uh, he's actually in a book, uh, book trilogy, and he's not even, like, a big character in it. But that character is in this book trilogy that came out like five, six years ago. And um, and not all points on the backstory meet up. Mm-hmm. Like both of these are canonical. Like right. the books are still canonical and obviously the Mandalorian's canonical. Mm-hmm. But um, I was watching a, an interview with um, John Favreau, the, the executive producer yeah. on The Mandalorian. And he director was of the first episode of the second season. Oh, did he actually direct that one too? And he might have directed the first episode of last season too. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. But no. yeah, the dude's a fucking huge nerd. <laughs> and um, and he was saying that it's okay that not every point is one hundred percent meshes with each other because these are. It's like this. This is lore. Yeah, it was like when we and we're probably going to reference this Star Wars episode. I don't know how many times, mm-hmm. but it, it's like you were talking about in the Star Wars episode when all of these books and and all of these stories that were written um, before the new movies came out, before Solo yeah, came out yeah. and Rogue One and all that stuff, um, that kind of became lore. That kind of became the a legends. story that was passed down from years and years and years. Somebody yeah. wrote it down. And, and yeah, that makes perfect sense that it wouldn't match, match up because maybe somebody said he was wearing not Boba Fett armor, not green armor. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like some sort of other armor. But yeah, yeah it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. So um, yeah, I just like the fact that they're kind of like approaching this as either story could have just been bullshit told at a cantina yeah. on Mos Eisley. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's kind of cool that you're taking it serious enough. Um, the fact that, I mean, George Lucas is super involved in this, um, in the Mandalorian, 
because uh, he's he's the creator. Right. But um. But Dave Filoni, who was the uh, he worked on uh, the Star Wars Clone Wars TV show and Star Wars Rebels, mm-hmm. and now he's one of the directors on The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Like uh, John Favreau, kind of just like defer like defers to him whenever like canonical stuff comes up. He's like, well, oh, you, you're the one who sits there and geeks out with George Lucas. With George Lucas, with, yeah, and that's who else are you gonna fucking geek out with if it's not gonna be George Lucas, right? Um, he's like, no, if you know if that's what it is, then I'm okay. Then you, I'm I'm technically the boss, but then it is law. Yeah, then it is. I have spoken. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. So a uh, little recap on season one: uh, the Mandalorian is um, the main character is the Mandalorian. Uh, we don't actually know his name till like deep into season one, mm-hmm. and um, which is Din Djarin. Djarin, but you, the, the D is silent, so it's Din Djarin. Or Mando. Well, that's what everybody. Yeah, calls yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he is a Mandalorian, and the Mandalorians are a, um, they're not a race of people, it's actually a culture. So the Mandalorians used to be a race, but then they started to die out because they're very warlike. So that usually it's what happens. Mm-hmm. So they kind of started taking over lands and like adopting people, like their, their best warriors, um, or just foundling kids, like we find out the Mandalorian is. Yes. Um, and training them up in their warlike, Spartan-like culture. Um, and it's just so funny that we talk about this on the Marine Corps birthday because I would say the United States Marines are this galaxy's Mandalorian. <sighs> anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that's a basically – and so now, you know, thousands and thousands of years later, um, that's another thing you have to realize about, like, the Star Wars galaxy, Star Wars universe is – Time Everything span. is fucking ancient. Yes. So, um, like, even the old Republic is like thousands and thousands of years old, and that was way before the Empire. <laughs> I digress again. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be really hard to keep me on track because there's just a lot of shit. Like, I always like start explaining something, and I'm like, ah, fuck! But you don't know that. So, um, so yeah. So that's so the Mandalorians have no longer. I wouldn't say it's a race so much as it is more of a culture mm-hmm. and a in a creed and a, and a way of life. Like kind of like samurais, Spartans. This is the way. This is the way. Um, so anyway, so yeah. So the Mandalorian is this bounty hunter. He goes out and he gets a fucking <laughs> chop. In the first episode, he chops a dude in half with like a fucking robot sphincter door. <laughs> Like telescopes, I, I don't know how to fucking explain it, but if you've seen the episode, hopefully you have because spoilers. Which uh, brings me up to a point. Huh. That kind of like spoke to me that this isn't necessarily going to be just a kid show. I know there's no blood, you know what I mean? They don't mm-hmm. specifically show any blood and gore, but this kind of spoke to me that this isn't going to be just made for kids. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you know, like I, I thought Baby Yoda was gonna be in there, and kind of he is, uh, for for kids to relate, kind of like Jar Jar was, and and the Ewoks mm. and all of that good stuff. But, um, that showed me I was like, oh, oh, yeah. This is this is not necessarily for for adults. Um, it's implied violence. So, yeah. um, I think I even brought this up on the Star Wars episode. Is there was a moment during the Clone Wars, and the Clone Wars is an animated series. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a moment in the Clone Wars where you got all these clone troopers who are people, like, on their knees, hands tied behind their back, in front of a bunch of droids, and, like, it, it shows, like, all the faces of the clones, and then it pan, it just goes, switches to the 
uh, faces of the droids, and you just see the flash from their blasters, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, fuck, they just they just murked all of those. Yeah, dudes. they just uh, executed. Yeah, every single one. Yeah, of those and dudes. and they didn't need to show it. Um, uh, we're gonna get to the dark saber in a little, hopefully, quickly here. <laughs> um, but when Darth Maul gets a hold of the dark saber, uh, he takes it from the leader of the Mandalorians, and it's kind of doing like this moving pan around, like because everybody's watching, like. Leader of the Mandalorians, you can't turn down a challenge. And that's what right. Darth Maul walks in there to do. And he raises, like, he's got the, the leader of the Mandalorians on his knees. And he raises the Darksaber. And it just so happens, as he brings the strike down, it, he, he the camera is behind a Mandalorian. And then it goes, like, in between these two Mandalorians. And you see the body fall. Nah. And then it goes behind these other two. And it's like, holy shit, that was pretty fucking graphic. And I think it is a, um, I don't think it's PG. I think it's an NY7. Okay. Or whatever it is. NY, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think it's one of those. So it's like, but still seven-year-olds? Like, that's pretty fucking. Or YA7. YA7. Something, something, yes. Yeah. Y Young something. adult. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty. And then for Disney to do stuff like that. Right. Or be okay with it. That's, uh, that's, that's a, a whole bit other much, ball Yeah, that's game. a bit much, too. Well, uh, yeah, that that just, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, but yeah, I think that that cool. was, um. Yeah, yeah, it's a that cool was a, point, a, point of... Yeah. Yeah. A thing to bring um, up. <laughs> so he goes after... So the Mandalorian gets kind of like this down-low bounty, and you find out that it's a bunch of Imperial holdouts that want this... The asset, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. And so the, the Mandalorian goes out. He has, like, a fucking Wild West shootout with IG-11, who's, a, like, an assassin droid. And they go... And the Mandalorian was saying, you dead or alive. And he sees this baby Yoda and he's like oh shit well I'm not gonna kill that it's too fucking cute he right. doesn't say that but you, we all know that's what he was fucking thinking but IG-11's a droid and he's like well I was told to kill it and he points the weapon at it and fucking the Mando shoots IG-11 which is somewhat okay in the bounty hunter life because it's like well I got the bounty I'm not gonna split the bounty with yeah. you um, but then he turns in the asset has a change of fucking heart Gets all this Beskar. So Beskar steel is what the Mandalorian armor has traditionally been made out of. But there was a great purge. And it's basically the Empire attacked the Mandalorians. I don't know if they saw them as like a major threat or or whatnot. Hmm. Um, But they basically tried to wipe out the entire Mandalorians, which is why the only time you see them, they're basically in the sewer. Yeah. The Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Right. And... um, and so he, that was his reward. So he goes and gets this Beskar ar- or this Beskar steel has the armor, make him some fucking badass, mm-hmm. shiny ass Mandalorian armor. And then he's like, "Eh, you know what? I want the kid back." Yeah, he has this like change of heart. He's mm-hmm. just like, uh, "What are they gonna do with that poor little guy?" It's it's you know it's it's these bad people. That... And he John Wicks the fuck out oh, of yeah, everybody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love the way this whole entire show Oh, and he gets some, some shot. badass fucking weapons from the armor, too. Well, his whistling birds. Yeah. Fuck, man. Those are fucking... God, that's fucking cool shit. Well, anyway, so um, so he goes and steals the uh, the asset back. He steals Baby Yoda back. And at that point, you see, like, the Bounty Hunters Guild and, like, all of their tracking beacons for that bounty turn on. And yep. you're like, oh, fuck, this is where it's going. And then, so, a bunch of misadventures later, they keep getting away, keep getting away, and then they meet Cara Dune mm-hmm. on this fucking badass, like, swamp planet. Not like Dagobah Swamp, but, like, uh, more like Everglades Swamp. 
not gross swamp, but like, like I don't know mm-hmm. what to fucking mm-hmm. say. Anyway, so <laughs> they go and they meet Cara Dune, um, who is a badass former rebel um, shock trooper. Yeah. Basically a marine rebel. Um, shock troopers were kind of like they had like the the first in. Like they would come in in, in small, small units with like overwhelming firepower and just fuck you up and kind of create a beachhead. And then, you know, the regular troops could come in and follow right. them in. And, and their fight, let me just say, like, every time she hits him with her bare knuckles, I'm like... Well, and you even see in the second season when he fights those dudes in, like, in, in like the boxing arena. Yeah. Like, they hit him and they're like, ah, fuck. Yeah, like, dude. <laughs> and he, like, like, uses his helmet as a weapon. Like, ooh, he leans into those punches. It looks and like And Cara Dune, she had, wasn't even fucking phased. No. But that's because... She's a badass. She's an actual fucking badass right. in real life. Also, love her smile. Like, when she smiles... The like I'm just smiles. like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, like that's yeah. a genuine. You don't you don't expect that from a female fighter, like yeah. professional fighter. Yeah. Um. Anyway, even in that episode, the Mandalorian almost finds love. Like he could, he sees like one of the local women that he could mm-hmm. maybe get with, and then that's when we first learn that he can't take off his helmet because she wants to take it off. And he's like, if I take this off, I can never put it on again. Mm-hmm. We also see Baby Yoda eat a frog. We see Baby Yoda eat a frog, like just gulp it down. And, like the Mandalorians just don't eat that. What does he say? Like, take that out of your mouth, and he yeah. just like sw- he looks at him and swallows it, Fucking. which is proof that that guy's a little shit. <laughs> he is. He's a little. He's a little kid. That's what all little kids are. They're little shits. Um, so basically, long story short, too late. I know. Um, <laughs> the Mandalorian uh, basically almost meets his match, and they get a, they they get captured. Him and Cara Dune get captured, mm-hmm. and um, Baby Yoda's not with them. He's like on his way with the, the one of the other characters. But then the leader of the uh, um, Bounty Hunters Guild, Apollo Creed from Rocky, mm-hmm. Carl Weathers, he turns his back on the guild as well. And so he's like, hey, I'm in this with you. I know I shot at you before, but I'm okay. I'm, not, I'm okay now. Yeah. So basically they go take... They go get Baby Yoda back, and all is good, and they're in a cantina. And then all these fucking stormtroopers with, like, clean armor come in. You're like, oh, where are these? These dudes are fucking legit because they're not all dirty. They still followed the fucking their regulations and rules and regulations yeah. and shit. And then um, so they come, and they, like, come with, like, a, a full fucking, like, company of fucking stormtroopers. There's, like, a 100 dudes. And then this TIE fighter fucking lands, and I forgot the guy's name. Um, I think it's a Moff. Moff Gideon. Um, he comes down, and he's like, I know all your names. He, like, calls them all by names. Like, basically, I've been fucking tracking you this entire time. Yeah. And I could have gotten the kid anytime I want. So if you give me the kid, you'll be able to leave here alive. Mm-hmm. But if not, we're just going to fucking cut this we're just gonna blow up this fucking building the typical bad guy ultimatum. yeah like i don't like the guy the bad guy that's not gonna give you a speech before he kills you he's just going to kill you yeah but he gave him and maybe that's his foible right there is he gave him the time to kind of well fuck what let's do we make do? a plan yeah so they just like lay waste with all these fucking automatic fucking bah, 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 and all this shit and you're like oh fuck but they get out mandalorian almost dies and he's sitting there dying and ig11 who's been reprogrammed <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a little too convenient. He's about to take off his helmet so he can help him, and the Mandalorian points his fucking gun at him. He's like, I can't 
show my face to any living being and in a obvious plot hole cover-up IG Eleven's like not a I am not a living being and he's like oh I guess that's okay I'm and a then, druid and then he finds then we all find out that Din Djarin is actually um Pascal Pas- well Pedro Pascal but uh, what's his name in Game of Thrones oh uh the the snake the serpent the sand snake yes. no the sand snakes were the assassin girls yeah I forgot. But yeah. You raped her. You murdered her. Say their names. (laughs) Just fucking kill him, man. Just kill him. Please. (laughs) You're giving me a heart attack. Seriously. And he did. And I knew he was going to. And then he gets his head fucking squished. Weird. Anyway. So so then they get out. Right. And then they kind of like fuck up a little bit of stormtroopers. And these stormtroopers aren't like the like goofy stormtroopers where like learn to like know and love. Mm-hmm. But um, these guys are actually kind of badass. And so they fight their way out. And then Moff Gideon gets in his TIE fighter. And he's like fucking attacking him with the TIE fighter. And then I don't remember the Mandalorian. Armorer. What does she do? Well, they, they escape through the tunnels. And oh, like, they go through the go, tunnels. That's right. Yeah, let yeah, me yeah, go yeah. find the, the Mandalorians. They're going to help us out. And then you find out that all the Mandalorians, that, yeah, all are, the Mandalorians dead. are dead. Like you just find their helmets. and yeah. This is the, yeah, that's when you find out that the stormtroopers are fucking... These aren't regular stormtroopers. There's also some death troopers too, which we, we saw in Rogue One, which is pretty fucking cool. Anyway, um, so Moff Gideon's flying around his Tie Fighter. The Mandalorian uses like his fucking his like grappling hook, his battering, or his, <laughs> and his fucking jetpack, and fucking makes the Tie Fighter crash. And you're like, yay, they got away. This so fun. I love this show. And then it goes back to the Tie Fighter sitting there smoldering and actually like Jawas are coming over to go fucking like start to scrap it. And then you see this black lightsaber start to cut out of the fucking TIE fighter. And I'm going fucking nuts. I was going to say, I I think most Star Wars nerds that actually knew what the fuck was (laughs) going on. What the fuck? What the fuck? Screaming at the television. That was literally, what the fuck? I'm looking at Tim because I'm watching this for the first time. Tim had already seen it. And and I... When they show it, I see Tim out of the corner of my eye. Just look at... He's not even watching the, the TV anymore. He's looking at me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. What's about to happen? Oh, is this going to be Boba Fett? Is this a Boba Fett? Gonna, what is going to happen? And that fucking half suck. The dark sea. How the fuck does he have... God damn it. That was the last episode. Yeah. And then so, you had to wait until October. Until the COVID happened. And yeah, so Moff Gideon has the dark saber. Let me just make a comment on season one. I cried in season one. Like, I actually shed, uh, like, little tears out of my eyeballs. I don't remember the character's name, but the guy who took care of Baby Yoda, that, like, took care of the Mandalorian, taught him how to ride the little guys. Yeah. Yeah. That, that part, man. When he died? Yeah. I was just like... Gave his life for Baby Yoda. But, but but you can't, but you can't, you can't die. I've spoken. Yeah, this motherfucker. God damn it. I fell in love with you, you grumpy-ass old man. And then you just had to do the noble thing. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. But and actually, then, those, then those fucking um, scout troopers started, like, punching Baby Yoda in the bag. Yeah. Fucking, you want to talk about, like, the most hated character <laughs> ever in Star Wars history. Good thing you didn't show your face because you would never, you would <laughs> act, never in act in this business again. I don't remember who it is, and it's somebody famous. Probably. I want I, I don't remember who it is, and I, I have to go back, and I'll have to go watch the new rock stars. Um, that's like my new favorite YouTube channel. 
They're fucking nerdy as shit. They do recaps every week after The Mandalorian. Yes. I love it. And they point out all the Easter eggs, and basically I count how many I got. Because that's how I judge my nerddom. That's it. That's against a fun people game who have successful YouTube channels. <laughs> that's how fucking nerdy I am. But yeah, that is that is. I actually shed a tear, and mm-hmm. that's saying something because that means that I'm actually really fucking emotionally invested. invested. Yeah. Um. So 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 season one. What did you? Uh, any more thoughts on season one? Um. One one thing that I wanted to bring up uh, was that even though the Mandalorian has his helmet on twenty four seven, you you see his face that one time mm-hmm. to know what the Mandalorian. But we weren't looks like. there, so it's okay. right, right, right. It's so okay. we, we we didn't see what he looked like. I love that he has facial expressions. They do close ups on his fucking helmet all the time, and you know exactly you which know the, face he's making underneath that. And that is one hundred percent a credit to Pedro Pascal. For his, his his acting prowess and the fact it's not even his voice like he's doing a voice for the Mandalore and mm-hmm. yes I know they make it more tinny more yeah more robotic because mm-hmm. it's coming out of the helmet but that's not even like his voice being manipulated he's doing a voice for that and he's able to inflect and just use body language yeah and his looks and like I love that so much and you can I hear him abso- like breathe out yeah. Like whenever he's trying to do his little the, the little ball, ball on the thing, and, and he, Yoda he keeps taking or Baby Yoda keeps taking <laughs> yeah. it off. Yeah, and and you you can see just like the like that little blonde kid meme face. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I I love that so much. And like you said, uh, kudos to the actor. Kudos to how they wrote him. Um, I that's that's one big thing. What's Cara Dune's name? In real life? Yeah. She's a fighter. Yep. What the fuck is her goddamn name? Badass fighter lady. She's also in Deadpool. Yes. Gina Carano. So there's actually a great uh, there's a great story of. So before Gina Carano got um, cast in The Mandalorian. The guy who was doing the sketches for Cara Dune mm-hmm. was putting her face yes. on all of the sketches. And um, Dave Filoni, I think he was the one that was walking into all like, you know, the pre-production and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He was like, that's Gina Carano. That's exactly who I thought was who we, I wanted for Cara Dune. For Cara Dune. And, um, and apparently she like went in and kind of had, she like did a reading. She didn't think the reading went well, but I don't think that mattered. No. Just the fact that you came to the reading and you had some sort of interest. Thank you. You're, yeah, you're and, and it's not like she, and she's been in shows before. It's not like yeah. she's never acted. Like we just said, she was in uh, Deadpool. Um, yeah, like it's it's like nah, we know you can do it. Mm-hmm. We just wanted you to confirm. Yeah, that yeah. you're gonna do it. Um, she is. She is. She's actually gonna get her own spinoff show. Um, with oh, there's supposed to be another Mandalorian in this. In this season, other than Boba Fett, because we already saw Boba Fett at the end of season, uh, episode one. Um, she's uh, one of the Mandalorians from the Clone Wars. God damn it. She had the Darksaber. Anyway. One of uh, the Mandalorians yeah, from Clone from Wars? From the Clone Wars, okay. yeah. Yeah, um, from that show. There's a lot of discrepancies between this show and that show with the Mandalorians. I'm not going to get into it unless you ask. But... Uh, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, she's supposed to be in it, and I forgot who they cast for it. And then Ahsoka Tano, my 
Probably. That, okay, that's who I thought you were talking. My about. favorite fucking character from the Clone Wars series. Mm-hmm. She is such a fucking badass. Um, she starts off as this little tiny fucking Padawan learner. She's Anakin's Padawan, basically Anakin's apprentice, mm-hmm. and. She comes into her own, and she's she's super rebellious like Anakin is, but she's not inherently evil. Mm-hmm. And there's just this this moment, and I think it's the last moment they ever see each other, their, their last fight. And she says, I've come to get revenge on the man who took this from me, or, 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 no, or I think who took my master away from me. Fair Basically, enough. I've come here to kill Darth Vader, I know that Anakin is Darth Vader, and but I've come to like yeah. seek revenge on on you. And Vader looks at her and he says, "Revenge is not the Jedi way." And she fucking looks at him, and she says, "I am no Jedi." Which, if you watch the fucking, I even got chills fucking just <laughs> saying that because it's this super fucking powerful moment. In yeah, and it's cartoon characters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. it's like a super fucking powerful moment, but you're invested in these goddamn characters so much. So she actually got kicked out of the Jedi Order because she was framed for murder, I wanna say. Good lord. And the Jedi Council didn't have her back. They kinda just were like, Well, if you did this, you gotta get the fuck out of here. Right. And she was like, Uh, fuck the Jedi. I'm out, bitches. I'm fucking out and I'm not even fucking sad about it. No. So uh so yeah, I mean that's 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 fucking cool, um, and she's gonna be played by Rosario Dawson. Yes, I'm not sad about that. Not sad about that at all. Couple more points I wanted to bring. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, so like the whole time I was watching season one, as as you all know, as you all know, Joe and I play D and D. So you have this main quest, right? Let me let me get the child from one place to another. And then every single episode is like fuckery that happens. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like a side quest and I I absolutely love that. Like I love how you're just like you have this one goal, which how most TV shows and yeah. and movies are, but the way they do it, I I don't know. I'm just like side quest, side quest. Well, the way I think the way that the fucking Mandalorian is fucking killing it is it's all simple storytelling. Yeah, absolutely. It, one, it's all western. So I think And that it, was going to be my next point. It's it's a fucking sp- well you can't say it's a space western because I mean that means westerns on Earth are space westerns because technically they all take place in space. Yes, but it's a Star Wars western yes. and it's a cheesy spaghetti western. Absolutely, dude walks it like it, it, in dude the walks first- into a bar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the first fucking episode, like rather than him coming in on a speeder bike into an old dusty desert town, imagine him on a horse. Right. You know, imagine. Um, the man with no name from uh, fistful, fistful of dollars and a few dollars more mm-hmm. instead of the Mandalorian and walking into the bar and no, going and to the bartender, asking the bartender what's going on. And then he's Spotchka. Yeah. Two shots of Spotchka. Um, and then like seeing this dude come in and like, I was just waiting for him to like hit the doors. Yeah. Like the springy. Oh shit. The spr- <laughs> hit the doors. Pa. <laughs> hit the springy doors and like they keep fucking swinging. Yeah. And he, and even the way they played it, because what's his name? Um, uh, that actor, Oliphant. He's in West Westworld. I think it was Westworld. He's in another show. I, mean, I haven't seen it, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't. When I was googling him, I was like, oh, that's the guy from Santa Clara Diet. Um, 
<laughs> so I'd never watched Westworld, but I watched Santa Clara. Diet. I was going to say what, but, but I was going to let that go. I was going to let that go. Good. It's actually pretty good. Um, but yeah, he's been in like a few Westerns and I was, and he didn't even like, he played it as a Western. He had like the Southern accent. He even like had like his, his clothing underneath the Boba Fett armor. Was, right. like very Western. Like, um, another thing I love about that first episode, I think we'll just get into that first episode. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Well, let me get back to the simple storytelling. Guy walks into town town has or he has a problem with one of the guys in the town mm-hmm. and they're both they put it away to solve the bigger problem mm-hmm. and they use i mean you could use the same people as as natives yeah you know mm-hmm. where the the white man doesn't trust the natives the natives don't trust the white man they're starting to fight and, and this guy who has spent time with both blood has been spilt on both sides yeah fucking it was it was fucking perfect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was fucking perfect um so just simple storytelling Simple, like it's you're not getting too far into the weeds. Let all the detail come in the visual details for the nerds to nerd out about. Right. And then boom, you're fucking done. Um, but I do love the fact that when he walked into the bar, Oliphant with Boba Fett's armor. Mm-hmm. One, I fucking again. Oh my fucking god! Oh, oh, that means he survived. Boba Fett's alive. Um, sorry, I hope I didn't scream too loud in the mic for that. But uh, I liked how it didn't fit him correctly like it was kind of like a skew you can tell it wasn't made for him like Mm -hmm, he was a little mm -hmm. too tall for it and i was like fucking great also i watched what i think it was on new rock stars they're like it was like woody wearing boba fett's armor and i'm like somebody do that somebody go get a fucking woody doll and put fucking boba fett's armor on it i will buy that shit take my (laughs) galactic credits now take my dollars right now um and, and going back to the kind of the western thing that we were talking about it's it's definitely in the way it's filmed as well you have these wide ass atmospheric Mm -hmm. shots you know like that you always get in westerns when they're riding across the desert on their horses but you you get them riding across the desert on their speeder bikes yeah you know what i mean so it's it's pretty rad that way and then um, the the scenery becomes its own character absolutely and and it's recognizable and not only is it tatooine so we've seen tatooine countless times before Mm -hmm. it's the the it's it's the, the probably the most beloved planet in Star Wars. It's the fan service. Yeah. Um, but so, so you're familiar with it, but it makes it with these wide scoping mm-hmm. shots. It makes it its own. And I don't know if you noticed this, but the lens flare on both of the suns. Yes. Yeah, I did. The le- And I'm like, they even fucking put the lens flare on <laughs> both suns. Hell yes. Um, sorry. Yeah. Your next point. No. Uh, and and then when, when you know, you, you have those Western showdowns. And they show their fingers on the blaster. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's just like, thank you so much for giving a Western this modern take, I yeah, guess. Yeah, if, if you want to put it that way. So I, I love the way it's filmed. I love the way it's written. It's fucking fantastic. And, and I don't know if it's just something that's like bred into like the American, you know, playing, for lack of a better term, cowboys and Indians. Right. Um, and actually, I liked being I liked being the Indians when I was a kid. <laughs> Because our grandfather had made me, like, this little bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. And I used to shoot those, like, bean pods. Yep. And I was like, you're using your hand as a gun. I, got, I can actually hit you I have an shit, actual dude. projectile. Hell yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I don't know if it's just something innately American about, like, liking Westerns. Like, I don't know anybody that doesn't really like I – mean, anybody who's seen the Man With No Name series, um, uh, Fistful of Dollars, A Few Dollars More, Good, The Bad, and The Ugly mm-hmm. – um, I don't know anybody who doesn't like them. And right. you watch them now and it's like, objectively, this isn't the greatest movie I've ever seen. 
but just the way it's shot, you are the sum of all your parts. Mm -hmm. So if you take out all the parts, they're not good, but you put them together, they're great. Yeah. Um, and I think that's an, another thing why people really like it. Yeah. Really, yeah. Really, really, really. I like think it. It, it does a, a great nod not only to the Star Wars galaxy, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. um, but it also does an incredible fan service to to the old westerns. Well, I, I think that that given what we know about the Star Wars galaxy and the Star Wars universe and all those and the stories and the characters within, you have this is the western. This is the Western genre. Mm-hmm. And um, Disney Plus is actually going to start a uh, uh, before the Rebellion, when the Rebellion was in its infancy. Okay. Um, so basically Rogue One times. Yeah. They're going to start basically a spy thriller with Cassian, with Captain Cassian, uh, who was in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. So this is all happening before Rogue One. Huh. And it's going to be kind of like a spy thriller. And you kind of got that. It, it, Rogue One was definitely the most gritty Star Wars movie we've seen it's before. It's definitely like, one of my faves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. It was so good. It was, it was basically just want, watching a good war movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it happens to be in Star Wars universe. Exactly. You know, um, and you, and you, I think you see that right away when you when you meet the ma- meet one of the main protagonists in Cassian. He like mercs a dude who's like injured. He's like, I can't get away, and he's like, Oh yeah, you're right. Bam, and he shoots him in the alley. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you're not gonna fuck up my mission. Exactly. And I think that's like very James Bondy, like Mission Impossible. I think that's going to be really good. Uh, another Star Wars show we're going to get is, um, I think it's Ahsoka Tano. Is it Ahsoka? Is it Ahsoka and um, Cara Dune? Or is it Cara Dune and the Mandalorian? I think I said Cara Dune and the, that other Mandalorian female. Yeah, that's that's why I was like, I thought it was Ahsoka. That was, but I yeah, have and no I don't know. Now idea. I'm getting, now I'm getting, con- I'm confusing myself. Um, because oh, that's right, because Ahsoka and the Mandalorian, one of the Mandalorians from um, Rebels, went off to go find Ezra, who was like the little Jedi kid, mm. um, who looks exactly like Risto. Mm. It's disgusting. Mm. It's disgusting how ugly those people. Does are. he have like a weird thing on his eye too? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know if they put that in cartoons. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, so a few good points, why I fell in love with season one, mm-hmm. why my girlfriend who has no fucking idea about anything Star Wars, she's seen the movies, but she still is like, mm-hmm. um, fell in love and was like, we watch one more episode, mm-hmm. what, one, one yes, more, one more before always. More? Yeah. So you always watch one more. Episode. Um, when it had come out, you know, Jeremy and Shalina and I just sat on the couch and were like, okay, we're ready. Mm-hmm. And we watched uh, the new the new season, so I'm pretty stoked that I get to watch it live with the with, with the world yep. instead of catching up like I had to. Yeah, so, yeah, it makes it so much it makes it so much better. Um, it's kind of like how I watched Game of Thrones. Yeah, I didn't. The only I only there's the second two the last two seasons are the only ones I watched live, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Fuck, man, I missed all this. Like, this was fun. Yeah, like this the was Red super Wedding. fun." I didn't get to freak out with everybody else. Well, I did. So I knew I kind of I'd heard of the Red Wedding and I a lot of good guys get killed. Yes. I didn't know that's when the Red Wedding happened. (laughs) So when it started happening, I was like, oh, this is it. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's her womb. (laughs) Don't stab her there. And then just like fucking Lady Stark, like that, like fucking battle cry. Like just the the hatred. Mm hmm. 
I don't even know if it was pain anymore. Yeah. That hatred yep. in her face as you she gets her throat slit. Oh, fuck. Anything that happened in Lannisters after that. That's why I was like, man, the Lannisters got off fucking easy. Like, nobody <laughs> got to kill the Lannisters. No. Like, it was fucking Tyrion that got to kill his dad, which is kind of deserved. Yeah. But... Nah, dude. Like, I just wanted Jon Snow to be that bad guy once and, like, torture the fuck out of them. Like, that's, like, his... Oh, thing. no. Sansa had that in her, obviously, with or the Sansa. dogs. Oh, oh, actually was... Oh, if Sansa would have... I think that would have been more satisfying, actually. Yeah, if she got to, like, fuck up Cersei and she's like, oh, don't worry about it, little dove. You know, if she, oh, like, kept calling Cersei rude. little dove. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my fuck. That would be so good. But we digress. We are off topic. Oh, we are fuck. talking. Or if she would have, like, stabbed her in the womb and be like, I heard you did this to my sister-in-law. <laughs> the North sends its regards. Right. Fuck. Goddamn. But you know so what? Good. That's not what the Starks do. No. Anyways. <laughs> uh, so we can talk about season two now. The, the, the okay, two cool. episodes as of today that are out. Questions about season two. So if you guys... Yeah, well, I guess we'll get into it. Right. As we, as we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, not so much questions other than, you know, what you kind of already answered um, in your recap of... So I think uh, so I think the biggest thing about uh, season two, episode one, uh, which is cha- chapter nine mm-hmm. um, in the whole saga, is we get to see Boba Fett's armor, the famed... Yep. Most feared bounty hunter from the, the the character that was probably the most badass but didn't get enough fucking screen time. <laughs> and it didn't even do badass things. Like, he literally got killed, quote-unquote, by a blind dude with a fucking oar. A mm-hmm. boat oar. Yep. Dumbass. Um, he never really did anything badass. He just acted that. And he had fucking cool-ass armor. So every fucking Star Wars nerd from the beginning of time has loved... Boba Fett for some, you know. Yeah. I mean, I would always say, like, if he's on screen with Darth Vader, he's second. Fair enough. And he's obviously more badass than Han Solo, but Han Solo has that scrappy mentality about him. You're like, yeah, "Eh, but Han Solo's going to get away. Right. Um, Boba Fett has, and then he dies in the Sarlacc pit in episode six, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Mm Mm-hmm. This is stupid. (laughs) This is fucking Dumb, and there's actually, in Parks and Rec, when they're doing the filibuster, and it's, uh, oh, that comedian, the little chubby guy, little short chubby guy, and um, he's married to that, like, she she was an author, and she, like, caught the Golden State Killer. God damn it. Uh, what's his name? Um, now I'm trying to think of Parks and Rec. Pat Oswalt. So... You know, you don't you don't know who Patton you, you if if you saw Patton Oswalt you'd know. <laughs> yes, he's like dude, he's talking in the city council and he's like, and you see, the Mandalorian armored gauntlet of the famed Boba Fett crawl out of the Sarlacc pit and like he's just going in this like a thing of like how Boba Fett survived the Sarlacc, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, everybody's been it's been a point of contention like did who shot first Han. Or um or Greedo, like it's one of those things. Right, right. And did Boba Fett survive the Sarlacc pit? And everybody's been like, well, of course he fucking did, because even if George Lucas didn't want him to, we wanted him to. <laughs> so fuck yeah, he did. And you gave us the okay to write lore. We could rewrite that shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so it, it was just the confirmation, and we actually had confirmation back in like April 
that Boba Fett was going to be like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I kind of had this moment like, oh, fuck. Like, did the Sarlacc just, like, regurgitate the armor? Yeah, I mean that's that's where my mind went because I mean like I don't I don't have. So that. you did recognize you recognize. Oh yeah, the absolutely. Okay, that, yeah, that's yeah. fucking. That makes me feel good. That I, makes I me saw feel the good. little dent in the helmet and the green and red. Which actually says that it's not actually Beskar, so the Fets actually aren't Mandalorians. Boom. Boom. That, uh, but they also have a crest, so we don't fucking know. Uh, hopefully, it gets all it all gets fucking explained. Fleshed out. And stuff. Um. Because it's always it's been canonical up until this point that Boba Fett's aren't or Jango Fett, which was Boba Fett's dad ish, quote unquote. Boba Fett is a clone of Jango Fett, but mm-hmm. rather than like the other clone troopers who their age was accelerated, he wanted to raise Boba Fett as his child. Okay. So I mean it's it's actually kind of sweet. That's nice. But um once Jango Fett got killed on Genosis by uh Master Windu, he um uh, Boba Fett took uh took his armor and like repainted it as his own um but it's supposed to be a durasteel alloy not beskar mm. and durasteel's still pretty fucking um, good but beskar doesn't dent mm-hmm. and that's why you get the dented helmet um which he got from cad bane in a deleted ep- uh, de- i think it was a deleted scene in one of the star wars clone wars episodes huh. where they kind of have that fucking standoff the at high noon wee, wee, wee. and cad bane shoots him in the fucking head and he thinks he killed him but it only dented his helmet hmm. um but yeah. yeah so so just seeing that fucking armor the iconic armor you're like even if boba fett's not back this is fucking cool um a, a couple of theories that i have okay go for um it. so at the end you see them riding off so basically mandalorian sees um, Oliphant's character with the, the Boba Fett armor on, which is Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And the Mandalorian is like, take that shit off. It's not yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're about to, like, duel it out. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, I need this armor to protect my town. So they're about to, but then the crate Dragon attacks, and they're like, hey, let's go kill the crate Dragon instead. If you help me kill him, I'll give you this armor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Mandalorian's like, okay, deal. Sweet. So they kill the crate Dragon, gets the armor, the Mandalorian is riding off into the sunset on his on his steel horse he rides. There it is. Cause he's wanted. Wanted by the bounty hunters guild. Still. Still since <laughs> season one. I don't know what kind of went creed on that. I don't know what I did with that last I, one, actually. <laughs> um, where are we? Where are we? We've been just all over the place with this. I don't think in a bad way, though. Nah, nah. Um, so, yeah, so there's this this figure that you see from the back looking out on the this wide, vast valley and the, the twin suns setting, and he turns around, and it's actually the actor who played Jango Fett in the, uh, sequ- or the prequel trilogy, and he also played all the clones, obviously, because mm-hmm. they're clones of him. Um, so it would only be fucking obvious that Boba Fett looked like that when he got older. Obvi. So I fucking screamed again. Oh my fucking god! It's Boba fucking. F- ah! I think I actually just did scream. Like I don't even think I said anything. I just yelled. That, I mean, with you, it just has to be loud noises. Yeah, just loud. Loud noise. It doesn't have to be comprehensive <laughs> words or sentences. Just I know what I'm ah! saying. I know what those stupid loud noises mean, but nobody else does. Um, so I'm just screaming, and then I'm thinking, like, okay, so that's Boba Fett, or. 
I really hope it's, it is Boba Fett, mm-hmm. and, and we learn how how he survived. But it could also. What if this is a clone trooper that has kind of been tracking down the Boba Fett armor, knowing like the lore of Boba Fett and who Boba Fett was, mm-hmm. and knowing that like I'm like the last clone left. That armor belongs to me because that was mm. Jango Fett's. Or if he goes and helps the Mandalorian and he tells Mandalorian, like, basically, this is what's going on. This is my story. And the Mandalorian's like, well, do you want to be, you could be Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to carry on? The, it's like the Dread uh, Pirate Roberts from A Princess right, Bride. Yeah, yeah. How it's like six people. Mm-hmm. And that's actually like, that was a lot of theories before the Mandalorian came out that Boba Fett was just a bunch of dudes that wore the armor at different times. Hmm. And that's why he was always on the top of his game and always the best. Yeah. Because um, he never aged, never got old. When he did get old, he just found a new Boba Fett. Hmm. So I think that would kind of be cool, too, if it was like a clone trooper that somehow was able to stop his advanced aging process. And All right. And that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I actually really wish it I really hope it's Boba Fett. Like and the I, actual I actually, Boba Fett. And I'm thinking because, okay, let's be honest, I, he could have went down and got his fucking armor anytime he wanted. Mm-hmm. I think he got rid of it for a reason. So maybe maybe one of the okay Jawas took off his helmet. So maybe that was like his like parting like. Or he's like, I got killed with a blind by a blind man with a fucking boat. Or I don't deserve to be a Mandalorian anymore. Hmm. Or maybe I just don't want to live this life of violence anymore. And I want to live a life of peace. But he did have sand people. He had Tusken Raider weapons on his back. Mm-hmm. He had a gaffy stick and their rifle. So he might have like as his penance of get, like of dying basically, he lives the brutal life of a sand person now. Hmm. All these things go through my mind, and like as I'm screaming, I'm thinking of all these things, but the joy doesn't stop. Like I was still <laughs> fucking. We're still on elated. this joy ride. <laughs> I was still elated. Um, That's funny. So yeah, so that, that and I just thought it was really good. I really hope that uh, Oliphant's. Oliphant's uh, character, character isn't. Back. Yeah, I, I hope he's not done. I really like that character because mm-hmm. it was like blatantly Western. Oh, like absolutely. he was like, we're not even gonna hide this anymore. So um, now he's got his little handkerchief. He's got his little handkerchief over. And, yeah. Now yeah. I dug it. I dug it. Um, second episode, season two, episode two, chapter ten. Um, at first I thought this was a filler, and then I watched it like two more times and was like. There's a, they set they set us up. So I'm going to say episode three is going to be a, a mind blower. Well, I hated it. I hated every, like, well, not every. Hated minute. it for a good reason. Right. Yeah. Um, I fell in love with the frog lady. I kept calling her Kristen. <laughs> I fell in love with her. And I was just like, uh, please don't fuck over the Mandalorian. Like I was just like I, was I expecting love her, her to so be a much bad guy, that yeah. I, she's probably gonna like kill me on the inside. Um, but then I like actually got mad at Baby Yoda for mm-hmm. the first time. We we're sitting there on the couch and we we're like, "What a fucking little dick! What a little shithead!" <laughs> this is the he's last like, of my people, and he's like, <laughs> "Well, just her her line. It wasn't the last of her people, right?" Just, right but right, but line. again, her genetic line, yeah. What does she care about the rest of the people? No. And she's just like, my husband carved out this place where we can survive. (laughs) And I need these. I need him. I need to fertilize. Yes. I need to get these eggs to him. And this little fucker's just eating them like it's fucking popcorn, you asshole. And he's just like, don't eat that. (laughs) He looks at the Mandalorian. Yeah. 
And then right at the end of the episode, you see him eating a fucking another one. And I'm like, God damn it, you little shit. Fuck. Well, okay, so one thing I did notice when I was watching it the first time is that he puts his hands, his, like when he goes to look at the glass, mm-hmm. all the eggs start coming at him. Now I'm like, okay, maybe he's using the force to bring it, but he would be smart enough to go up to the top and go get them. Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. Does, he knows he's not going to get them through the glass. So there might be a mystical property to that. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of put it together. I was like, oh, well, they can't go through fucking hyperspace. Mm-hmm. So they have to travel sublight. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they're in him, he can have them travel travel through hyperspace. Okay. Like he kind of, like, um, like in Terminator. So you can't pass machinery through the time traveling thing. In the Terminator, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they put the living tissue over the skeleton. Right. So it's like basically the vessel that is able, able to transport. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I was like, maybe he's doing that. Or maybe it's because they're on a frozen planet. He doesn't want them to freeze. He can keep them warm in his little belly. Mm-hmm. But then he's, I'm he's thinking. He's doing some David Blaine stuff with the fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David Blaine. Um, Chris Angel did it better, you bitch. <laughs> Holy shit. We have gone all over the map on this one. <laughs> um, uh, God damn. But, so oh, yeah. And then I was thinking, I'm like, oh, fucking. Could the child, like, is there an extra compartment? Does he have two stomachs? Whatever. Um, and then I watched it again after I watched, like, the new Rockstars uh, thing on it. And they actually brought up a point that I didn't get is that they changed the Baby Yoda theme in this season. Mm. And so when you, like, they... It's it's the same basically, but they added stuff to it. Okay. And when he d- presses his little gl- yeah, neither did I. When he presses his little face, little cute fucking face, his little nose like it's all scrunched up against the glass, um, and all the eggs are coming toward him. Like it was like, and maybe that's why I got that mystical feel. I didn't notice the music, but mm-hmm. it gave me that feeling. Um, it's it is more of a mystical like kind of dreamy tone, like he's almost communicating with them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or he knows something like you know. Also, he did it, and I noticed this like the second or third time I watched it. He chews the spider. When he eats the spider, he chews it. Yes. And he kind of like chews the frogs in season one. Mm-hmm. He just gulps down the eggs. Could it be like a, and I kind of thought about this, Was it's maybe like an amphibian-ish sort of connection. Maybe his people are some sort of amphibious alien. We don't know anything about Yoda. That's species, what I'm so. saying. Like, but I, I feel like this show's gonna have to get into some. Sort They're gonna of, have to reveal fucking something. You God have damn it. to give me something as far as what Yoda people are. Yeah, because we don't even know what fucking planet they're on. No. Uh, or from. Uh, uh, yeah, and so that was my biggest thing, mm-hmm. and the fact that he knows what's good, what's like wrong and right, and he keeps on fucking doing it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he keeps on fucking doing it. I don't. I don't know. I, I, half of me, half of me wants there to be like some bigger meaning to that. Right. And and this this show is very expertly written in the fact that they don't just accidentally put things in. There's no flippant dialogue. There's everything is fucking deliberate. No, and 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 like you said, I don't think that they would just put in a filler episode. Yeah. Well, there's only eight 
episodes a season. Exactly. So you don't have any time for that. You, you, um, you, you spend a bazillion dollars on one episode. You mm-hmm. need to put shit that actually means something in there, not just fucking creepy-ass spider oh, butthole God, mouths. God, those are so fucking good. I hated it. So did I, but I was like, I love the fact that I hate this. Um, so, I mean, and there's two things, and they mean, because they're so deliberate in the way they write, they could mean opposite fucking things. So yeah. either Yoda's storing them for later use, or he's super fucking hungry because he's a growing boy, mm-hmm. and he's about to maybe evolve mm-hmm. like a Pokemon. Right. I'm not, I'm not going to say like into Uber, Uber Yoda, but like... He's going to get a little bit bigger. Maybe he gets a little bit smarter. Maybe he's able to use his force abilities. Maybe not just on, like, um, instinct. But, yeah, maybe start to communicate. I mean, he – and I don't know if you noticed, but in episode two, he talked a hell of a lot more. The I mean, way it's he just talks. babble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, he was even, like, pointing when, he was, when the fucking frog lady, like, takes off. <laughs> he's, like, pointing and, like, trying to talk to him. Yep. And the Mandalorian's like, why don't you get over here and help me? Yeah. He's what like, the fuck is he going to do, dude? Eh. <laughs> I don't know. Lift a wrench. Do something with your mind powers. Not sip broth. No. Looking at fucking Cara Dune and, and the Mandalorian fucking almost kill each other. My chalky milk. <laughs> yeah, but uh, spiders fucked me up. Yeah. I, I don't that think was... that it was a filler episode. There had to have been something bigger in that episode they're that setting us up for yeah something. that were we missed and then when we get the next few episodes it'll be like oh shit it's season in episode two that shit yep. you know what i mean um, so something's gonna come back around for sure so when you see the trailer for season two they are walking on a dock mm-hmm. and the frog lady is with them mm. so they get to where they're fucking going and then also somebody pointed out that they think that the Mandalorian, like one of the other Mandalorians is waiting for them on the dock, but not in their armor. So it's like, oh, did you lose your armor? Mm. Or are we going to find out why some Mandalorians from the Clone Wars can take their fucking helmets off and why the Mandalorian can't? Ooh. And I have theories on that. Nobody fucking knows. They're, they're like, is this just a plot hole? But also Dave Filoni and... Dave Filoni and... Uh, and um, John Favreau are again smart enough to come up with something. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. To, to fix that for mm-hmm. us. Right. So, um, so yeah, I'm fucking excited. So we're gonna fucking see what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I feel um, like this season. Well, I mean, the first season was great. I feel like this season is gonna be just as good. If well, not we better. had no expectations with exactly. the first season. Um, the second season, we have expectations. One, because you set the fucking bar high. Mm-hmm. And two, we actually we're starting to see how you right and how you're gonna be doing these things right and i fucking love it yeah i'm i'm super duper pumped and i never ever in a bazillion years thought i would be pumped about About anything star wars Wars. but god damn it well and but see now you you're kind of seeing how i was when i was a kid watching the originals Mm -hmm. like you these are character it's all new to you even though it's old stuff even though it's not old stuff but it's like an old it's an old timeline yeah 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 yeah. you're seeing all this for the first time yeah you're you're these are new characters to you. Uh, and now I can come in. I can see how somebody could come into the Star Wars uh, franchise and kind of be like, well, these aren't my characters. You yeah. know, like I don't. Yeah. OK, Obi-Wan Kenobi's cool and Yoda's a bit goofy, but these aren't my guys. These yeah. were these these are their guys. These, these are the, the, the neck beards and the mouth <laughs> breathers. That's these are their characters. Um, 
And I can see how you guys, as well as me, too. Like, I'm still like, no, all these characters mine. Fuck yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I will not mine fuck you guys, but mine ours. Yes. These are mine and Welcome into my circle. Yes. Yes. Come in. Come in. The water's fine. It's that fucking, that pool in the, on the ice planet. I was going to say that looks fucking Fine, right, isn't it? And I was like, we're going to show, uh, we're going to show frog boobs here? Or what, what, what's, what's going on? Nah, this dude. Is, this is weird. Let me just get that real quick. Uh, I thought she was going to die in there. Fuck. Anyway. I actually, going. I did too. And then I was like, dude, now you're wet. Now you're going to fucking, you're going to freeze to death. Yeah. And then she started hopping. And I was like, that's actually kind of cool. <laughs> um, actually, it's funny. The actress that played her, the frog lady, um, played the Ugnot. I have spoken. Oh, really? Yeah. She, it's the same actress. They're oh. short. They say, yeah. When you find one good short person, you kind of just hold on to them. Um. But yeah, uh, so what was it? So, okay, so with the whole, this is the way, I can't take my fucking helmet off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anybody who watched Star Wars, Clone Wars, and even Rebels, the Mandalorians and that take their helmets off all the fucking time. Like, they only put it on for, like, ceremonial and battle. Mm-hmm. Um, I originally was thinking maybe it's a foundling thing, because okay. the Mandalorian... If you guys don't know what a foundling is, Mandalorian was so during um, the Galactic Civil War that happened in the prequel movies, he was a kid and some Mandalorians, which were part of Death Watch, which is like a a separate Mandalorian sect. Okay. Kind of thing like a little tribe, but not a tribe. Like they're not like related or anything, but it's just like people with Mandalorians with similar ideals. Okay. Within the Mandalorian culture. Fair. Death Watch comes in and they're fucking smoking all these droids and like... Um, Din Djarin, she, he, he saw his parents get killed by the droids. Mm-hmm. This is why in season one he didn't like droids. Yes. And then the Mandalorians find him and they take him away. And then he now he becomes a foundling. So it's like, I'm going to raise you as my child. Yeah. Now, yes, you are a foundling, but that doesn't, you are no less than anybody. You're no less Mandalorian than. Or you're, you're no less my child than as if I, I conceived you. you. Yeah. 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 Um, Though in like their culture and when they get uh, older and stuff, it might have like a little bit of because he didn't have a sigil, mm-hmm. and that was like a big thing. What's your sigil? And then I'm like, fuck, man, you got screwed. Like the mudhorn is your sigil, and you just killed a crate dragon. Like I'd rather have the crate dragon being my fucking sigil. Can I I'd change? I'd rather have shit? Baby Yoda's little head and his ears be my <laughs> sigil. Let me just tell you that right now. That quest isn't complete though. True. So. um... So at first I was thinking maybe it's because he's a foundling and he doesn't have like an established family. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's why he can't take it off. But then it also seemed like they kind of like when he was in the sewer fighting with all those dudes, mm-hmm. they also were believing in the same thing. Like well, you could either all be foundlings and that's okay too. But mm-hmm. they kind of were looking down on him. Yeah, he was a, he was a little bit lesser then. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it could have been because he didn't have Beskar armor. Like he had his original, and that's why everybody's like. Well, you can't be Mandalorian if you don't have Beskar armor. That's why Boba Fett's not a Mandalorian. It's like, well, the Mandalorian didn't have Beskar armor at the beginning either. Right, right. It was probably a Durasteel alloy, which is dumb because, like, um, Stormtrooper armor was Plastasteel. So if you could just, like, put the word Dura and Plasta, which one's better? Like, why don't you make the Stormtrooper armor out of fucking Durasteel? Yeah. Anyway, um... Because so they're, they're they're too busy building Death Stars. Yeah, <laughs> actually, and that's not that's not a bad point. It's yeah. like we need all of the metal yeah. to go to our Death Stars and our Super Star Destroyers, 
and yeah. all these TIE fighters. So, oh, it actually kind of makes a little bit of sense. I, I think gotcha. I think that their priorities were a little bit different. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, look at and all also these. your cannon fodder. Exactly. So, okay, actually, that's not <laughs> that's not a bad that's not a bad fucking point. Um, it was as, as flippant and off the cuff as it was, uh, but also, so we we hear about the Great Purge um, from Moff Gideon, and uh, and Moff is his title, like it's like a yeah, like, it's like Darth and yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah, we'll just yeah, it's it's a title. Mm-hmm. Um, so Moff Gideon talks about the Night of a Thousand Tears, which was the night of the Great Purge, mm-hmm. when basically the Empire fucking fucked up the Mandalorians. We don't know how bad. Mandalorian and I'm guessing the Mandalorians probably gave back five times what they got yeah but just sheer numbers took out the fucking Mandalorians mm-hmm. and that's when they took all the dirt uh, or um, all the Beskar steel and melted it down and made those little the little bars the ingots yeah um, I'm thinking maybe after that is why they keep their helmets on now um, one you're always ready for battle mm-hmm. you don't have to be, like if somebody starts shooting you're not oh where's my helmet you can immediately return fire. Um, it could be like a um, yeah, because a mysterious thing. Hunted. Yeah, yeah. It, it could be like a mysterious. Well, not not so much now because the empire is gone. Right. But also, the Mandalorians were always fighting the Jedi, so mm-hmm. the New Republic was probably not too fond of Mandalorians as well. Yeah. Um. It could, and it could just be like a mysterious bad act. Like, we have to hold on to what is us because everybody else is against us. Mm-hmm. So we have to circle the wagons. Another Western pun. We have to circle the wagons and kind of just, like, be on our guard at all fucking times. And and now that you kind of bring that up, maybe it's like a, um, you know, we may come from different backgrounds. We may not all be the same race, but we all share this this uniform in common kind of thing you mm-hmm. know what i mean i'm not looking at uh gender race or color here it's just we're all mandalorian yeah and and actually i could see that too so um and yeah little plug for the marine corps again um <laughs> that's why marines don't wear unit patches on their canes like you like you see the army and even like the navy they'll have like the ship that they're, they're stationed on mm-hmm. or in the army they'll have like the regimental patch and like their division patch or whatever right um, Marines are like, no, we're all, it doesn't matter what unit you're with. Ultimately, you're all fucking Marines. Right, right, right. Um, and I, I think I even brought this up on the episode. And that's another thing they always say is like, I remember it was in boot camp when somebody said something about somebody being black and not in like a bad way. It was like the black recruit or something like that. Yeah. We didn't know everybody's fucking name. I actually, at the time I probably did, but I couldn't tell you. Um, and one of the drill instructors got all fucking in this kid's face and was like, there are no black or white or brown Marines. You are all green. Mm-hmm. You're either dark green or light green, but everybody's fucking green. Right. And I, I, I took that a lot to heart, and I'm like, oh, well, well, hell yeah. Yeah. Progressive Marine Corps, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it could just be like, I'm not going to look at you for being, you know. You could be a Rodian under those. those exactly. Uh, yeah, you could be, you could be anybody. Mm-hmm. Penny snuck her way in here, so I guess. I know. I don't understand how she did that. Um, yeah, you could be – and that actually is a good thing, especially if you're trying to circle the wagons and be like, it's us versus the world. Yeah, exactly. Or the galaxy. Yeah. I, can, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that could be a good reason too. Or it could just be the way his 
Mandalorian, I guess, clan or his sect. Like we were talking about Death Watch. Death Watch was kind of like this this little tribe area. This uh, this group of Mandalorians who held the same ideals. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, Death Watch was like so. Mandalorians kind of like went like soft for a while, mm-hmm. and then that's why I thought Ray was gonna be a Kenobi. Because Obi-Wan Kenobi definitely had a thing with the fucking Queen of the Mandalorians Ooh. during the thing, during the show. And I was like, please. That that was the only thing. If Rey was related to anybody, I really wanted her to be a Kenobi and she would be the offspring of a Mandalorian and Jedi. What? Talk about badass. Yeah. Um, but no. Ultimately, no. That was Bummer. stupid. But, uh, but yeah, so the Death Watch was kind of like, um, we need to like not be pussies anymore and be Best what we were supposed to be. Offense? Yeah. And they're like, no, we just keep our armor for ceremonial and for defense. And they're like, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. So Death Watch was kind of like the badasses of the badasses. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, so that was Death Watch. And maybe the people who, and we think it was Death Watch that picked up Din Djarin. Um, but maybe the people who ultimately ra- raised him we're kind of like, no, we don't take off our fucking helmets. Mm-hmm. They can take off their fucking helmets. But so that means that they're lesser than you. Yeah, but you can't do it because we don't do it. Yep. Yeah. We don't. We just don't believe it. I mean, that's fair, too. And these are all questions that hopefully you're fucking answered. I was going to say. But then also hopefully not, and we have to wait for season three. <laughs> what do you What do you guys think? What do you What do you, What do do you? you Star Wars nerds that listen to this, the ones that were Paul. already at, Yeah, I was going to say, the ones that were asking about <laughs> our Mandalorian episode. Um do you do you have any theories as to why he has he doesn't take off his helmet in front of any living being, or do you have any theories as to where this season might be going? Yeah, yeah. Uh, please let us fucking know. Like I said, we love the interaction. Um, even if we don't get back to you right away, we love the fucking interaction. Yeah. And it's usually because I'm at work. Selena doesn't check. Well, Selena doesn't have it logged in on her phone. Anymore. No, no. But it's usually because I'm at work. Yes. If I'm on my day off, I will respond right away. Well, and. and Emily is really the only person who hits me up directly, mm-hmm. but usually it's because I'm at work that I don't respond right away. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, any theories about what's going on? Any comments on a future Star Wars episode? I think we only did the originals. I mean, we still have the prequel and the sequel trilogy to do. No, we did. We only did one, two, and three. We didn't talk about four, five, and six, and we haven't talked about. Oh, see, Ray. that's how much I didn't like that episode. Yeah, because I don't remember the prequels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I had to, because those are the only ones that I hadn't seen were the prequels. Mm -hmm. And I'm not caught up on. So, yeah. What do you say we revisit (laughs) this in a month? Yeah, we we might be able to do that. Six weeks, give you time to rewatch four, five, six, and Mm -hmm. we'll do the original trilogy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we'll talk about the sequel trilogy, which everybody fucking shits on, but those are toxic Star Wars fans, and they don't like it because it's not the original. Fuck you, you're dumb. (laughs) But also, I love you. We're all in this together, guys. We're all maybe if twenty twenty maybe maybe twenty twenty is the greatest year of all time because it got all this bullshit out of the way and made us rethink appreciate going to the movies, going to the park, going to the gym. Yeah. Having Thanksgiving I'm sorry, Californians, you guys cannot have more than six people at your fucking table and you all better be fucking three feet apart and you better be wearing your masks. This is literally what the governor of California like started to spew out. So, uh, like we were saying, if you have any theories, any questions, comments, concerns regarding this episode, previous episodes, episodes you want to hear, uh, hit us up on the socials at Instagram, or on Instagram, at Much Do About Nerding Podcast with underscores instead of spaces. You can email it at, 
e- oh my you can email us um at nerdnation2020 at gmail.com or i mean you can you can just hit us up directly on our it's easier for us to keep track though i mean the one person that talks to sally on yeah. her personal that's fine <laughs> But, yeah, it's easier for me to keep track um, when people are – multiple people are hitting us up if it's on the uh, if it's on the podcast, Insta. Also, if you guys have any ideas on how to get this shit up on YouTube, like, should we just do, like, a slideshow of pictures? Or, like – because, yeah, just, like, having the nom, logo nom, up. Nom, nom, babies. Nom. <laughs> Sweet lobster babies. <laughs> also, if you know where that's from, please fucking hit me up, and I will – shout out and you'll be on the, you'll be a guest guest host you'll be a, the unofficial fucking third member of much ado about nerding because god damn it that's obscure every time you say slideshow on youtube that's the only thing that yeah comes up so right yeah now. yeah we just we want to we want to be up on youtube uh we just don't know what to show because yeah what it, what would that you would be like boring to just listening screen? to us i mean i guess just listening to us on the podcast is boring too huh well i guess you get to preoccupy yourself with other things mm, i don't know and if you don't have YouTube Premium, you know you can't turn your screen off while you're yeah, you're which is fucking so. dumb. Goddamn it, YouTube. Uh, but yeah, so let us know how you want us to do that if that's a thing. Um, also, like we said, we're kind of getting out of the spooky season. Um, I think the next spooky episode we're gonna have is our Exorcist episode. Yes. Uh, when we review Exorcist, so also let us know what you think about the haunting of Hill House. Nay, is what I'm gonna say. Nay, nay. So on behalf of Player 2, this is Player 1 saying, stay safe. Stay sane. And stay nerdy. Nerdy on, Sal. Nerdy on, Joe. This has been another episode of Much Ado About Nerding. Thanks for listening, guys. This is the one. I have spoken.